Mic test one two one two. You need to get very close, like you're big B blue bar tacos. Tacos, <laughs> I like onions. Onions taste good. Sour face ginger meat. Okay, is this corrosive? Every... I'm sorry, I thought you were acid. done. This is excessive for a mic test. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Cat, um, acid. Okay. Do you do all this when you record your videos? Yeah. You go this far and say all this stuff. I say random stuff. Okay, then. Everything has a different pitch to it. <laughs> Are you ready to get into the topic at hand? Yeah. All right. Hello, hello, hello. Hola, konnichiwa, bonjour, ni hao. What's up? Welcome back to the OK Vibes podcast. Tis I, your host, Justine Monique, back to get into another blog post on the OK Vibes blog located at okvibes.wordpress.com. And I hope you enjoyed the intro for that was the one and only JJ, my son, who I invited to come back and talk a little more about living with these two felines in our household, our little feline fur babies. So I hope y'all are looking forward to hearing that because you already know when JJ comes on, he might say something that you're like, the hell? <laughs> and believe me, he did not disappoint on that. So without further ado, let's get into the topic at hand via I'm Now a Cat My Mom, which was published on March 8th, 2021. Let's get into it. I'm Now a Cat My Mom. My daughter was approved for an emotional support animal. So now we're with Cat. Oreo the Tuxi is the newest member of our family. It's been a while since we've had a pet due to the living restrictions at our current residence. And I'm thankful for Oreo's presence, though he's a little wild. Then again, he's still a kitten, so I should expect him to have untamed moments. However, this doesn't excuse his attempts to use the living room furniture as scratching post. Though Oreo is here to support my daughter, he's truly been supporting all of us. We love cats, so having him around has uplifted all of our spirits. Despite the many differences amongst us, having Oreo in the picture gives us common ground to delight in together. Cats equal natural antidepressants. So obviously, uh, like I said in the post, it had been a while since we had a cat. Probably, oh my gosh, maybe if I have to estimate, uh, maybe seven years, maybe. I can't tell you the exact number, but we did have some cats before. Uh, when I was living at my mom's house, living in the basement, <laughs> we had a little tuxedo cat named Louie. And his sister, I believe it was his sister, that was an all-black, long-haired cat named Simone. And unfortunately, we had to get rid of them because my, pretty much my mom was like, oh my gosh, they're like peeing everywhere, they're defecating everywhere, like this is ridiculous. And uh, it was just some other things going on as well in that picture. And, you know, it was unfortunate that we had to give them away, but... 
Um, that's just what it was and moved on, obviously. And here we are now. We have Oreo, which uh, Jay has moved out as of recent. So um, because of the fact that Jay was trying to get all settled and whatnot in their new living space, we still have Mr. Oreo with us. And, you know, we love this fucking guy. So I I already know I know he's got to be with Jay, but it's going to break my little heart because that's my grandcat. I always say he's my grandcat. That's my baby, you know. So it's all good, though, because now we do have Riff Raff, who was somewhat of an early Christmas present. You know, I don't do Christmas gifts. Y'all already know if you've listened to the other episodes of this podcast, my feelings about holidays, such as I have the shortest Christmas list ever. I invite you to go back and listen to that since Jay and JJ were featured on that episode, sharing their feelings as well about how they feel about the winter holiday season and whatnot. And, um, but yeah, we went adopting one of the, I already had planned on wanting to get a cat for myself specifically because again, technically Oreo is Jay's cat. And, um, you know, I was just like, when, when is a good time to do this? Because, you know, knowing now, like, hey, Jay's moved out, Oreo's going to follow. I may as well go ahead on so I can ease the transition of my slightly broken heart, <laughs> the pending leave of my grandcat Oreo, and go ahead and go ahead and get the cat now. Just don't even wait. Just get it now. Integrate the kitty now. That'll be the good thing. So, I mean, hell, let me tell you something. Nobody can replace my Oreo, okay? And I'm not trying to say he's the best cat ever, but I love him. I'm emotionally invested in him, okay? And, of course, my new little riffraff who is here, who we will be talking about more with JJ once we get to that part of the episode coming up. Uh, man, he's something. He's very different from Oreo. He's younger, and so he's got a little more energy to him, and he talks a lot. He's a very chatty caddy. Oreo is not much of a talker. So it's that's been, I would say, one of the hugest adjustments to having Riff Raff here. Is, well, number one, he also eats like a maniac, but he's a lot bigger cat. He's bigger than Oreo. He's probably damn near, I don't want to say twice his size, maybe one and a half times his size or something. But he's a lot like, you know, with Oreo, I never would see the bottom of the feeding bowl riffraff oh, that shit might be bone dry some days i'm like gosh cat how the fuck are you eating this much but anyhow so he's different but he's a sweetheart uh i wouldn't trade him for anything that's my that's my big little baby so and uh got a lot of nicknames for him and if y'all aren't following me on instagram okay then you already are late to this news you're already late because i already made the announcement of my new adopted first son and I even have posted pictures of him and I'm sure I'm gonna be posting a whole lot more pictures of him because he's so damn photogenic <laughs> and I already have plenty of pictures of Oreo so if you want to see some pictures of Oreo videos and riffraff check out my Instagram at Justine Monique okay and sometimes I post pictures on my ex profile too same thing at Justine Monique if you want to see those but more on the Instagram but anyway so Yes, I, I love it. You know, I tell anyone that's this is something years ago I realized, especially when Oreo came into our lives, that I was missing having a fur loved one, having a furry loved one, because I am somebody who's an animal lover. I am. I always have been. It's something, especially being an introverted person, that it gives me some peace. You know, it gives me some ease in my spirit to have um, a source of affection and love and care 
um, such as a cat, you know, a pet of any sort. Because I used to have gerbils too. I think I talked about that before. We won't get all into that, but yes, I had a gerbil phase where I was loving on some gerbils. I had a whole, I had like 22 at once, blah, blah, blah. But I've always loved cats, always had a heart for cats, mostly because I grew up with them. Um, when I was younger, always had cats around, always. Uh, I think we had a dog a couple times, but most of the time, cats. Cats on cats on cats, okay? And that was literal when one of my cats got pregnant and had kittens at our home. So, yeah, we had plenty of cats, darling. We were cat rich in a way, if you want to look at it like that. So, yeah, um, uh, it's, it's really changed me. I feel like it's settled my spirit more. And also having a pet makes you more present because when that animal is coming up to you and looking at you and you know acknowledging you and they're rubbing you or whatever it is what they're doing to interact with you it makes you instantly present because of course you want to reciprocate any affection um, to them so it does help to ground me in that way knowing that I'm connecting with them and you know we're, we're connecting we may not be speaking the same language and we may not understand uh, each other's behaviors, but it's clear that the love is there. And hey, I know there's always this joke about how cats look at humans. It's just like they're, you know, food dispensers and shit like that. We're a walking food dispenser. And hey, maybe that's true for some of them. But I do genuinely believe just like we love them, they can love us too. I, I see it. Um, I see when I could tell when a cat or not even just a cat, but a dog too, any animal um, that has a human owner feels secure with that owner. It's you could tell how they it seems like there's a trust there. They don't shy away from them. You know, they may approach them out of the way. These are to me signs of, OK, outside of, hey, I'm hungry or something is what I'm saying. Like if they genuinely want that loving um, affection, that type of attention. So that's one of the reasons I'm pretty convinced <laughs> that my cats do love me. They do love me. They don't see me as just a fucking uh, <laughs> walking food dispenser. And if they do, hey, then I guess I'm a damn fool. But I would like to believe that these kitties know that I love them. And shit, that, that's something that my mom would tease me about, too, sometimes if I was in a situation like we went to go visit someone or something and they had a cat. She's like, oh, oh, don't let Justine over near that cat because she's going to fall in love with them. They're going to fall in love with her. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> you know, she was almost like she was jokingly saying like, oh, my God, I'm going to steal their cat. But, you know, that's just because the love is there. I, I get excited over animals. I get excited. And of course, I mean, like domesticated animals because you know, humans, I mean, whether y'all would acknowledge it or not, because people seem to forget this fact, but technically humans are animals, y'all. We are just because we're allegedly at the top of the food chain. And yes, I say allegedly because the way some of us roll, it's very questionable. <laughs> okay, but that's a whole nother topic. So without further ado, let's get into the conversation I had with JJ. Welcome back to the show. He's back. He has been on this show, I don't know, like three, four times at this point. But this is my second born, the fruit of my loins. This is my masculine child, the child that also likes to sneak and eat my snacks. And then I have to ask, who the hell ate all my snacks? And he's all like, I don't know. This is the same guy who is hot in the YouTube streets. His page, well, his profile, whatever, is Sign Time. That is C-Y-N-E-T-Y-M-E. Check him out. Check out his content because he's blowing all the way the fuck up. He's all the way up. 
back to the show is JJ. I'm not gonna lie, I feel like you were gassing it up a little bit with that intro. <laughs> I think what? You, Why can't I gas you, really you took up? It to the next level, you made it things seem like way more than they really were. What are you talking about? You got thousands of views on your videos. Like to me, that's a huge fucking deal. So yeah, I'm gonna blow that up because you want to come up it. You put the work in. You're still putting the work in to build your channel up. So that's yeah. huge. So hell yeah, that's something we should big up because everybody doesn't put in the time and the effort. So hell yeah, welcome back. Yo. <laughs> After all that, that's all you got to say. So, of course, I invited you back because, you know, we are both living with two felines at the moment. Oreo, which is Jay's cat, and Riff Raff, who is my cat because I adopted him. So, you know, uh, we love cats. Clearly, this is a cat family. I always grew up with cats and whatnot. So, I mostly had cats. Not that I don't like dogs. But cats, I seem to uh, connect with them a lot better than dogs. And they are less intense and, you know, it's not as um, demanding when it comes to the care, when it, you know, compared to cats and dogs. And clearly you love cats, but I know you like dogs too. But I'm just curious about, you know, what is, number one, your earliest memory of a cat? Because I know these cats we have now we haven't always had. Um, well, my earliest memory, it's blurry but um i remember we i think we had like a black cat or something and i would always fight the cat and i would get up like in oh the... suki yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh suki always yeah, running that was like well like a toddler or something like yeah, that. yeah you were a toddler uh you're gonna keep talking because dead air right now oh sorry the cat was behind me <laughs> Um, yeah, very distracting, these cats. Yeah, I mean, that that's probably the earliest one. After that was Louie and Simone, and then now. Yeah. <laughs> so, one of the reasons I wanted you to come on to talk about this is because clearly you have a very close relationship with these kitties, and just like I do, but we interact with them a bit differently as to where you more like to trip them up and scare them and do shit like that. And yeah, you might pet them, but you're more like, ah, I got your ass. Like, you just jump out and do random things to them as where I feel like I'm more like, hey, my little babies. And I pet them and I might hold them and give them little kisses. But you're not like that. And I just want to know what that's about because I almost feel like you treat them as if they're dogs. Yeah, I'm a thriller. So I like to make thrills with these cats. And I think their reactions are funny. But then, you know, they'll get back at me sometimes too. So, you know, it's like a game. Sometimes, I think it's like all the time, especially with Oreo. Oreo is super petty and does not let go. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I mean, I guess. Uh, you guess? How about when you do things like sneak up on him and get him startled, and then the things he's done as far as paying you back? Why don't you get into some of those things? What? You know, like when he'll wake you up early in the morning by like tapping your head or something <laughs> because he didn't forget about the wild shit you did to him the day before. I, I mean, well, he, he only does that when I have my door open. Well, of course, because how else could he get in? I mean, he doesn't know how to open a doorknob. I mean, not yet anyway. Uh, I don't think, well, I, I wouldn't think Riff Raff's too vengeful against us. At least I haven't seen anything like that. I mean, the worst he seems to do to me is if I close the door or something on him, He'll just scream like he's getting stabbed and robbed outside, you know. But he's still young. I mean, he's going to be 18 months soon, so 
you know, he's still a little baby almost, you know, just not a little short, tiny baby. I mean, he's a big baby, actually. He's, it's a long cat. He's a white, gray tabby mix, even though I'm thinking he's more of a tricolor tabby, though, because yeah, he's got, he's got little brown him. areas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, Oreo compared to Riff Raff, do you feel like you engage with them differently? Because I think there is a bit of a difference. Uh, no, I try to engage with them the same. It's just that Oreo's a little older, so, you know, he's more chill, and he doesn't really mess with that as much. But Riff Raff, he's still young, so he's kind of energetic, and he just comes up to me and stuff, so. Yeah, yeah. And Riff Raff is very talkative. Oreo doesn't talk that much. If anything, he's speaking a lot less now, I think, maybe because he's older. But before, especially if you close the door, them in the doors, like, it's a trigger for them both, apparently. Probably all cats, truly. Uh, you know, he definitely used to be screaming at the door for you to open the door up. But he doesn't do that anymore, at least not to me. But Riff Raff definitely will let you know he's not cool with that door being closed. Uh, you know something that's funny? When it's time to give them that wet food, um, Riff Raff, he'll start crying. He'll start crying up a storm. And then Oreo will just look at him and he'll smack him in the face. Yeah. And he'll, he'll make him shut up. <laughs> that definitely has occurred on more than one occasion. Yeah, I think maybe he's just less tolerant because he's younger since Oreo's three, which, yeah, that's not super old, but that's nowhere near being a kitten. And, you know, he's nearly twice Riff Raff's age. So I think he's just, excuse me, at a point where he's like, listen, I don't have time for all these games. <laughs> I don't want to fucking play with you. Get out of my face. I just want to take my naps uninterrupted. And that just does not always get to happen because, of course, Riff Raff wants to interrupt him when he knows he's clearly trying to take a nap. He's like slapping at him, messing with his tail. And then that's how they get fighting. You know, they start brawling. I mean, thank goodness it's not like it was the first day. Do you recall how it was that first day? Yeah. <laughs> you want to tell him? He came up, um, set Riff Raff down. He had to put Oreo in the other room because we knew he was going to do something like this. But, you know, Riff Raff was uh, sniffing around. You know, he was getting comfortable. I opened the door to let Oreo out just to see how he was going to react. And, well, you know, unsurprisingly, he comes out with a puff-tailed. Like, uh, his tail, like, think of, like, a raccoon tail. That that was his tail. And, uh, yeah, he came out there all puff-tailed, you know, hissing and stuff. He scared off Riff Raff to uh, go under the bed. And then from there, we kind of had to have them separated for like the first week and having them do like these little brief interactions through like a mesh wall and eventually you know they got used to being around each other but they didn't like each other's scent so but hey, you know it's okay because they're not gonna all inside each other they just hiss when they smell each other right so then we just let them wander around like that and they they eventually got better like that yeah, but remember, you know, you were the one that pretty much took over, what, the first about two weeks with making sure, I, I said you were cat security. You're a home, yeah, home cat, cat security. security. <laughs> because you were really monitoring them and making sure, okay, we got to separate them. Oh no, Oreo's hissing. He's ready to kill Riff Raff. We got to break this shit up. And, you know, having that whole strategy of like keeping Riff Raff stuff in your room, letting him more eat and everything in there, use the litter in there until we felt like Oreo was cozying up to him a little more. So that was a huge, you know, huge task funny? to take on. Because when I would swap them out, I remember Riff Raff was all up in my bed. 
swapped him out. Oreo's in my bed. He was he he, he hopped into the bed. He just started hissing at the bed. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> oh yeah, and when you're talking about swapping out, that's when because you had we had a schedule going. Yeah. Where you know you would let him out, let riffraff out a little bit so he could roam around, get more familiar with our home. And then let Oreo come into your room and roam around just to try to keep them separate, but still expose them to each other's sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause this is the first time I've ever had to deal with something like this, really, because growing up, whenever I had cats, we usually always got them two at a time. It was usually like a sibling pair or something. So clearly they knew each other. And we never had any issues with, oh, no, a new cat's coming. They're probably going to try to annihilate each other. So we got to strategize. So dealing with this... It was a little stressful in the beginning, even though I knew to anticipate, I knew to expect it, but, and, you know, it was, it was a little frustrating at times, you're like, come on, just get over it. you guys gotta live together, fucking get along, but I get it, you know, especially with Oreo being with us, what, like, two and a half years now, uh, you know, he's like, hey, this is my home, this is my territory, and how dare this dude come in here, taking my attention, my love, eating my damn food, using my litter box, and getting pissed when I'm using my own litter box. That part really still kills me now. How Riff Raff has gotten territorial over the damn litter box. They both are, they both they have separate litter boxes, specifically bought Riff Raff his own, and yet he insists on using Oreo's litter box. And then he gets pissed when he sees Oreo using his litter box. It's just wild, even trying to hold him hostage in there, which is fucked up. Because I always just think about as a human, how would you feel if you're sitting there on the toilet doing your business and then somebody just jumps on your ass as soon as you get off the toilet? That's how I think of it. It's just ridiculous. (laughs) It really will roll and tumble over who's shitting in whose litter box. It's wild. It's real wild. You've seen it. You had to break them up a couple times. Yeah. (laughs) It's just freaking wild. So I would say so far, it seems like they are getting along a whole lot better, clearly. But they still have their moments, you know, they still have their moments. Like I said, Riff Raff, I guess, wants to play, and Oreo's like, I want to sleep. And then all of a sudden, fur is flying, literally. There's pieces of fur all around our home because of their little dust-ups that they keep having. Yeah, Oreo eats it. Yeah, he loves eating hair and lint and shit, so yeah, he for whatever reason... He's into eating Riff Raff's fur. Like, what happened? You say you tossed it up or something one time and he ate oh, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he jumped up in the air like a dog and he ate it. <laughs> but I just wonder, what even possessed you to think, oh, let me just toss this fur up? Because I know he, he, he's about to eat it anyways. So I was just like, okay, let, let, let me see how bad he really wants this. And he, he wanted it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, he's an addict. Uh, Riff Raff definitely is addicted to anything stringy. He's always going after that, whether it's hanging off you, it's a string hanging yeah, off I a call hoodie. Him a, I call him a string whore. Okay. <laughs> Which like I a, don't like. Like, it, stop it calling be, him it that. It could be a nuclear warhead going on in the background, but if there's, like, a string dangling in front of him, he will completely disregard it. He would just go for the string. That's, like, his major weakness. <laughs> yeah, he is addicted to string. Anything string like to you have a USB cord hanging or something, hang that shit up, put it away. Because if he sees it, he's going to try to chew it. It's like he's teething, and I'm like, damn, I don't think cats teeth, do they? What the hell? Yeah, he call him a long gerbil. <laughs> 
we have many nicknames for this guy. He's so much bigger than Oreo. It's it's very interesting. I mean, hey, Oreo's still tiny but mighty. He is not afraid to throw his paws up on somebody. He will not hesitate. Human, cat, whatever. If he's offended and he's got to defend himself, he's going to do it. He's fucking certified paw slapper right there, that one. But Riff Raff's big ass. <laughs> he just... <laughs> I don't know with him sometimes. I don't know, but clearly he knows he's taking a chance when he messes with Oreo. So as far as the stuff you've seen and dealt with with these cats, what's been the worst interaction you've had? Mm, well, it was probably that one time, like the first time I had to break them up. And that's when, um, dear, yo, because Oreo was wilding. He literally uh, grabbed onto my arm and started kicking my arm and stuff mm, like damn, that. Those back claws are a bitch so, if they get in your yeah, skin. Yeah, that was pretty bad. I had like a ton of cuts just on my forearm, on my right arm. So, yeah, I mean, I guess that was pretty bad. And that was like the first time he actually really attacked me like that. And the thing was, the aggression wasn't even towards me. It was towards something else completely. So... And what would you say is your um, best memory you've had thus far with um, Oreo? Probably that one time I threw him in the trash can. So I'm not, I'm what? <laughs> I'd be like, wait, when the fuck did that no, happen? No, I'm I joking. You throw my grand cat in the trash. Um, oh, hell no. You'll go in there before he goes in there. That's hard. I have to think about that. Um, hmm. I don't know. I mean, there's like a lot of times had some sweet moments i i think from what i've seen the best moment i've seen is when you cooked you, there was a night where you cooked homemade burgers and you made fried fish and you gave him a piece of each and he like lost oh, his mind you, you know you know you know um I, I you just reminded me by bringing up that food oh my gosh okay <laughs> so this is one time where i punched oreo in the face it's like, no, I'm just joking. Oh, <laughs> can you stop? No, but no, for real, um, we had that chicken. And remember from the, uh, what was it, from Raising Cane's? Yeah, yup, Yeah, yep. and he, he's, he got his hands on or his paws on some of that. <laughs> yeah. And, yo, he was off the walls. <laughs> it, it was like um drugs. He, he was like he was on some type of, like, hyperactive drugs. <laughs> like, I, I've never seen him have the zoomies at that level before. Like, I haven't even seen Catnip do that to him. He was like, man, he was going crazy. Damn. <laughs> so as far as Riff Raff goes, I mean, we've only had him a couple of months, but what would you say your worst uh, moment has been with Riff Raff? Um, when he was being a yuck mouth. Okay, can you explain what being a yuck mouth is? Because I know uh, what you mean, but well, I'm sure the I listeners him, don't know. <laughs> I gave him some medicine, and obviously... He, he went on and started being a yuck mouth because he combined the saliva and vomit and it just started dangling from his chin, right? Oh. And he was tracking it everywhere. He almost got it on the controllers and stuff. He was about to get up on that glass table, so, you know, that wasn't very fun. Oh, well, just to give more context about the medication, our boy was prescribed some um, an antihistamine because unfortunately he was doing the scoots as I like to call the scooty booty and if y'all aren't familiar with that it's when cats or dogs will will position themselves in a sitting position and they'll scoot they'll drag themselves to where basically they're dragging their ass on the floor so a lot of times that can be a symptom of them having worms so immediately I'm like oh my god this guy has worms took him to the vet and all that turns out he doesn't have worms 
but he could have a um, allergy. So that's one of the reasons I changed the litter out because that could have been the issue. And so he's on medication for that right now. So that's what he's talking about with the medicine. Um, so just staying on Riff Raff, what thus far has been your best moment with Riff Raff? Uh, when he um, did that little musical meow thing. You remember? Oh, yeah. That shit was cool. It was like y'all were riffing off each other. <laughs> I think I came in there like beatboxing or something. And then, and then he followed. He was like, meow, meow, meow. Or something like that. <laughs> yes, this guy's very talkative. And he will talk back to you. As a matter of fact, I am going to play a clip of when Riff Raff and I were having a little conversation because I was actually able to record part of it. Let's listen. So just to wrap up this conversation, I know you're saying you would like to try to move out this year, and I'm imagining you're going to end up getting yourself a pet. More than likely, will it be a cat? Um, well, I don't know how many pets I'm going to want. I wasn't planning on the first one being a cat, probably like a lizard or something. But if things go good with the lizard, then yeah, I'll probably get a cat. Do you think those two are compatible? Yeah. Have you looked into this? No. <laughs> I don't think you should do that. I think the cat might look at the lizard as prey. No, it's going to be a big lizard. Hmm. I'm curious about this. I think you should look up some videos about people that have cats and lizards together. I mean, uh, well, I don't want to bring this to, like, dinosaurs or anything. Or, like, any <laughs> of those periods. But, you know, there were mammals and stuff that lived there. And there were some species that definitely, like, helped each other out and stuff. So, and, you know, lizards aren't really that hostile. Well, I mean, depending on the lizard, I guess. Yeah, because aren't Komodo dragons hostile? Yeah, well, yeah, they're they're hostile. You know, they're just, like, filthy, though. They're, like, the filthiest <laughs> Damn, animals. No, they literally are. Um, Komodo dragons are poisonous or venomous or whatever, but it's not even because they actually have venom. It's just, like... The bacteria from their saliva is just so filthy that it's t toxic and poisonous. Mm. Like this, like come on, man! It's, you literally have acidic saliva. Come on. But uh, yeah, so yeah, a lizard and a cat. Is there a specific type of cat you would get? Or are you open to a lot of different breeds? Um, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, maybe a sphinx because I think they look funny. Oh my gosh, but they're high maintenance from what I've read. You gotta like lotion them up and put clothes on them and shit, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's It's fine. like, do you want to lotion up a cat? That to me, just the thought of that sounds weird as hell. I mean, it's basically lotioning the up same a cat. thing as just washing a cat, so. I don't think it's the same thing. I mean, you really gotta rub on them and stuff. And it's not like when you wash a cat, it's not the same as having to wash a dog a lot of times. No, oh, I don't even know how to wash a dog. <laughs> I, I probably hose that thing down. Yeah, but I think that's what a lot of people do, actually. I'm not an expert on dogs. I've you know, Compared to cat ownership, I haven't had a lot of experience with um, having a canine baby. So no, I, can't I don't think it would really be that bad. Plus, I think it might be better to have a sphinx since, you know, the lizard isn't really going to have any hair. <laughs> what? So you're saying because they're both hairless, it'll work out? Yeah, I'll have two baldies. What the? I don't, <laughs> I really don't think that's how that works. No, no, it, I'm curious fun. to see. I just hope no one gets hurt in the process of this uh, 
forced bonding that sounds like is gonna happen here. No, I'm gonna get a um, the, the lizard. I'm, I don't know what lizard I'm gonna get yet, but it's not gonna be like a hostile one. It's gonna be a very like passive, you know, very benevolent soul type of deal. I hope that's the case. I really do. <laughs> because if not, somebody's going down in that duo. I don't I mean, I don't know. My money's on the cat. Which, uh, just speaking of, uh, just because we are on the topic of animals, final question. What is your favorite animal and why? Um, as far as non-human animals, because technically humans are animals. I haven't thought about that in a while. Uh... I mean, I really don't have a favorite animal. Top three? Uh, no, because if I had a top, that'd mean that I'd have a favorite. Well, it doesn't mean they're necessarily in the order of, okay, like, this is my first, this is my second, uh, this is my third favorite, but... I mean, but if I, I guess I had to, like, absolutely choose, I guess I'd have to say, like, a praying mantis, just because it's probably, like, the closest animal to me. Nice. Just because, you know, like, praying mantis, martial arts, you know, oh... Did you know, praying mantis can beat a cat? You told me there's a video of that. Yep. <laughs> I don't think I've seen it, but that's wild. Well, on that note... Wait, wait, wait. Oh, you got more to say. Yeah, because I'm also like a praying mantis, you know? I, I sneak up on you, you don't even know I'm there, and then when, and then when I, I make myself known, quick, and I scare you. You do scare me a lot, which I don't like, which is also oh, yeah, just, why just I like bought the, just like my little morning. foam bullet just gun. like this morning. I was behind you for like a good like three minutes and you never even realized. I don't I don't like that at all. And now I feel like Riff Raff is imitating you because he's doing the shit and then I end up kicking him on accident. And he's like yelling at me for kicking uh, him. It's like, I'm nobody a, told you to sit right on damn near my feet. Well, I'm a role model, you know? No, you're not. So... <laughs> On that note, why don't you tell the folks where they can find you on the YouTube and wherever else you're at. Yes, you can find me on YouTube. Uh, she basically already said where in the beginning. So just like go back and see that. This is your time out. to reiterate that. People might forget. Yeah, I know. I just don't feel like saying all that right now. Oh my gosh. You can't shout out your handle. Nah. I mean, it's literally just sign time. And that's literally, it's you gotta C-Y-N-E. T-Y-M-E, sign time. And um, I, I just do, like, gaming videos and stuff like that, mainly. Do you want anybody to contact you on your Discord? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> well, all right. Thank you so much for joining me, JJ. Yeah. Well, well, I hope y'all enjoyed that conversation, made you giggle a little bit. And of course, I'm sure if you're not really a animal person per se, especially if you're one of those non-cat people, you're probably annoyed by this episode. But whatever, that's your problem to fucking deal with. <laughs> and I'm not going to fight you about it. But I do want to say if you are thinking about getting a fur baby in your life, in particular a dog or a cat, I encourage you to adopt you know hashtag adopt don't shop if you can there's so many animals out here that need homes so instead of going and dropping all these hundreds of dollars maybe even over a thousand because i've heard that some people paying more than a thousand dollars just to try get them a little pedigree dog you know 
don't do it. <laughs> Go get one of those babies that are in a shelter and that are just looking for a loving forever home. Please go do it. And I want to take this time and also shout out the Delaware Humane Animal Partners, which is where I adopted Riff Raff from. Please go and do it. They usually have all their shots. They go ahead and spay or neuter them, microchip. So you get all these things done depending on the age of the animal, of course. So I highly recommend it. Help them out. Give an animal a forever home. And with all that being said, y'all, I appreciate so much you listening to this episode, liking it, sharing it. And if you reach out to me with feedback, again, much appreciated as long as you come in peace because, you know, I'm not with the bullshit. Thank you so much. <laughs> and tune in next Thursday at 12, 12 p.m. EST for a new episode. And if you're not already, Follow me on Instagram or X at Justine Monique, J-U-S-T-I-N-E-M-O-N-I-K-U-E. And look me up on SoundCloud because I'm starting to make some little music again at Afrobanger. That's A-F-R-O-B-A-N-G-E-R. Check me out on Amazon because I am an Amazon author. Okay, I have several titles up there. Go by the same name, Justine Monique, J-U-S-T-I-N-E-M-O-N-I-K-U-E. Until next week, y'all. Bye.